Hello and welcome to Over the Air Christian Podcast. This is the fourth and final episode of a Bible series about family from the four Gospels. This four-part series is made with Hosanna Church of Montreal, Canada. To find out more about Hosanna Church or visit on a Sunday morning if you're there for worship, you can see the information in this episode's podcast notes. Jesus ministered to families. He goes to them. He brings them together. He leads families. He speaks to families. Today, we look at the nativity of Jesus. Even his being born into this world was a ministry to families. Zechariah and Elizabeth were a remarkable couple together. When it comes to the nativity of Jesus, oftentimes the focus is on Mary and Joseph, Jesus, or even John the Baptist. Not to be missed and not to be glossed over, however, are the details about Zechariah and Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist. A closer look at how the Bible describes Zechariah and Elizabeth shows an excellent lesson. There's a great deal to learn from their lives and see how God is at work through them. I am going through Luke chapter 1 on the lines about Zechariah and Elizabeth and remark some observations along the way. Here is Luke chapter 1, verse 5 and on. There was a priest named Zechariah. He had a wife named Elizabeth. They were both righteous before God, living blamelessly in all the commandments and regulations of the Lord. But they had no children. Because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. Observations. Zechariah and Elizabeth were, according to the records of the Bible, blameless and righteous. And even though both of them were getting on in years and old age, they continued to be faithful, blameless, and carefully lived by the commands and the laws given by God. And they lived this way for a very, very long time, in many years, well into the old age. A faithful way of life sometimes starts early on in the beginning of a person's life. But true faithfulness always lasts until the very end. All the way for a long time through paying close attention to God's commands and live blamelessly in a righteous way before God for many, many years well into old age. Verse 8. When Zechariah was on duty serving God according to the customs of priesthood, he was chosen to enter the temple to make an offering of incense. And all the people were praying outside and around at the hour when the offering was being made. Zechariah was a person who follows customs and traditions obediently. He serves God with a sense of duty and obedience following customs and traditions. And he was someone who makes offering to God. It so happens that this offering is an incense offering. There is many kinds of offering to God. His particular duty at the time was an incense offering by tradition. Zechariah was a person who makes offering to God. And Zechariah was also a person who was surrounded by a community of prayer. The Bible points out a group of people who pray timely. When his offering was being made to God, 
he was being prayed for as well. So the Lord may find it acceptable. Verse 10 and on. While making this offering, Zechariah had a vision of an angel of God. And the first thing the angel pointed out to Zechariah was that his prayers were heard. And the angel also told him about the birth of his son and many details about him, whom we later know as John the Baptist. According to the angel, Zechariah did not believe it immediately, and he was made silent, unable to speak, and mute until his son was born. More remarks. Zechariah was a person who prays. The angel that he saw confirmed it and told him that his prayers were heard. Hence, of course, he has been a praying man. Zechariah also had weaknesses and doubts and unbelief. When he first heard it, the angel pointed out back to him again that he did not believe. And because he did not believe in those words, he was made mute for a time. And even though he did not believe in the words or unable to speak for a time, still the will of God for him and his future son was fulfilled for his son to be born, John the Baptist. And Zechariah in such a way was someone who lives under the mercy of God. Verse 24 and on. And after those days, Zechariah's wife, Elizabeth, became pregnant and conceived. And while her husband was still silent and muted, Elizabeth said, The Lord has done this for me when he looked on me to take away my disgrace among my people. This is what Elizabeth said after she became pregnant. She said, The Lord has done this for me when he looked on me to take away my disgrace among my people. Elizabeth was a person who recognized her own disgrace, a cultural stigma for having no children. She was a person who endured disgrace that came externally from outside. And she endured it for a very long time, long, long time, well into her old age. And all these years, she remained steadfast, steadfast. Remember, from the beginning of the Bible, it says that both Zechariah and Elizabeth were blameless and righteous before God, right in front of him, before God. And all these years, even though she was childless and enduring such a sense of cultural, uh, external shame, in all these years, she remained with her husband as righteous and blameless, according to the Bible. And together, they pay close attention to the commands of God. According to her prayer and thanksgiving, finally, God looks on her favorably. And God has done his will in her life, finally and definitely. When she finally conceived with child, it was God's will on her life. It wasn't so much about having a son or having a child. It's because it is God's will in her life. And God, through her and by his will, gave a son, whom we later know as John the Baptist. And John was later described by Jesus as the greatest among those born of women. Even the angel who appeared as Zechariah earlier described her son, John the Baptist, as great before the Lord. And in this way, 
Elizabeth found the will of God in her life and celebrated with such a thanksgiving and a prayer that says, the Lord has done this for me when he looked on to me to take away my disgrace among my people. It's easy to focus on the final moment of celebration when John and Jesus were respectively born into this world. Their families formed in this way. What's not to be missed, however, are the long years of faithfulness to God described here in a few short sentences in the Bible. There is, in fact, a great deal we can learn from the lives of Zechariah and Elizabeth. If only we draw near to the Word of God and pay close attention, And such is the pathway to living in the will of God. By years of faithfulness in a community of prayer, dutifully serving God with an acceptable offering. Years of faithfulness, community of prayer, dutiful service to God, acceptable offering. Zechariah and Elizabeth, they were, according to the Bible, blameless and righteous before God. For long years together, they paid close attention to the commands of the Lord and lived obediently together. There was a sense of duty in serving God according to their customs and traditions. As such, they were accustomed to make offerings to God through the temple. There's also visibly a community of prayer surrounding their livelihood. They lived in such a way for long, long Long time, as their years went on, Elizabeth in particular even endured a wrong sense of disgrace by the culture or looked down on for having no children. But that did not stop her from living faithfully to God. Her disgrace was finally taken away. Away! Away with it! Zechariah and Elizabeth were married, but they lived such a way not due to being married. Anyone who is single or married can also live as Zechariah and Elizabeth did in these ways. Long years of faithfulness before God's eyes as God looks on favorably and live into God's will. God's will for this particular couple was for a son to be born to God's purpose through Jesus. In the end, God's will was, in the words of Elizabeth, done. God's will was done in her life. That became the joy of her life. And just as the angel has said to Zechariah, you will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice. This is what the angel had said about John the Baptist being born when the angel spoke to Zechariah. This was uniquely the will of God for Zechariah and Elizabeth, and they are blessed indeed. And God has his will for all his children whom he draws near. The joy of our lives is in God's will for us. My prayer is that you, as you are listening now on such a thing as timely or eventually as archaic as a podcast, my prayer is that you will live out God's will in your life as well. Like Zechariah and Elizabeth did. Uh, This was the life of Zechariah and Elizabeth through long, long years of faithfulness and faithful obedience all the way into old age paying close attention to God's commands in a community of prayer, following through their duties. And I pray that you may also be blessed, just as Zechariah and Elizabeth had, uh, through faithfulness 
and obedience and prayer and service to God. Even though there may be moments of weaknesses, unbelief, or unwelcome disgrace, through and through, God watches over with His faithfulness. He looks on. God is the Ancient of Days. By enduring grace, God looks on to our lives by the years, very long years, and just as tenderly the same way every passing moment. That's our God. That's the Ancient of Days. By enduring grace, He looks on to our lives by the years, by long years, and just as tenderly the same way every passing moment. And we are to live blamelessly and righteously and thoroughly in prayers and dutiful obedience, not just for a moment, but for many, many years. As the Apostle Paul had later said, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. My prayers for all people who draw near God, single or married, with or without family, that you may live faithfully, blameless and righteous, keep to the duty to serve the Lord, through and through with prayers, even though in between there may be moments of weaknesses within or shame and disgrace from without. And God, with his merciful love through Jesus, his being born into this world, may the Lord look on you with favor, all the years of your life. Amen. This pathway to celebration and blessings in the will of God that I've described from Luke chapter 1, we never go at it alone. Continuing on, shortly after Elizabeth conceived and became pregnant, according to the good news her husband Zechariah received, Mary had a similar experience. She was also visited upon by an angel of God and given the good news about God's will and her future son also, Jesus Christ. And God, through his angel, has told Mary, Luke chapter 1, verse 36, Behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. This is what the angel said to Mary. Behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. She used to be barren. The translation of the Bible may say was called barren, as in was in the past tense. She was barren without children, but now she has conceived. That's the news that the angel has brought to Mary. In this way, Mary, the soon-to-be mother of Jesus, was encouraged. And according to the Bible, she quickly went to visit Elizabeth's family at her house and found out God's will to be at work, just as she had heard. The pathway to celebration and blessings that is in God's will, we never go at it alone. The Spirit of God brings families together when God's will is at work. When God's will is at work, the Spirit of God brings families together. This was how Mary was brought together with Elizabeth and Zechariah. The people of God are a people who desire to live in the will of God 
with an attention towards the Word and the Holy Spirit of God, and through which directed towards each other by the leadership of God. Three things. The people of God are people who desire to live in the will of God, with an attention towards the Word and the Holy Spirit of God, and through which directed towards each other by the leadership of God. Such was the way Elizabeth, Mary, and Zechariah were all brought together as families. God brings families together, even when there was no family yet. You see, at the time, Zechariah had no son, Mary had no husband, but in such a way, God brought them together. When God's will is at work, the Spirit of God brings families together, even when there's no families yet. This was how God's very own firstborn son, Jesus Christ, was born into the world. When God's own son was born into this world, this is how God brings families together. God works in such a way that brings families into his family that is ultimately born of the Holy Spirit. There is families born of human decision, then there's families born of the Holy Spirit of God to be called children of God. The people of God are people who desire to live in the will of God with an attention towards the Word and the Holy Spirit of God and through which directed towards each other by the leadership of God. And that's how God leads and draws his families together to be his in the name of Jesus Christ as Christ is the firstborn. May you draw near to listen to the word of God through Luke chapter 1 here. Having learned from the long years of faithfulness of Zechariah and Elizabeth and Mary that you may come under God's will also. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Over the Air Christian Podcast. This concludes a short four-part series about family from the four Gospels of the Bible. I hope this has been a blessing to you. It certainly has been for me. If you subscribe, you will be notified when we create something new again. Thank you again, and the Lord be with you. Mm-hmm.